This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. James, it's the best time of the year. I'm holding up the number four. So that the <laughs> listeners are like, what's he doing? For the Fantastic Four, you know that they dropped a trailer. That Wait, what is the Fantastic it? Four? Um, it is a group of uh, R&B singers that go across the country uh-huh, solving uh-huh, mysteries uh-huh. and getting into uh-huh, scrapes. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like O-Town? Yeah, exactly like O-Town. Okay, I'm into it. All right, let's do I'm it. Trying to remember their songs. Liquid Dreams. Yeah, Liquid Dreams was O-Town, right? I don't have any idea. I just remember was for, that that was for, the show, uh, right? With Chris Farley's brother? That... Yeah. yeah. That's all I know. I don't... No, it was In Together. Oh. Well, a parody one, right? I have no idea. <laughs> For our Canadian fans, I was recently talking about B44, the boy band yes! from, I believe, Canada. They had a song called Down For You Tonight, and the lyrics were, if you get down on me, I'll get down on you. And it's just like the 90s. <laughs> I was, uh, and they looked like. Oh, I guess it was like the two thousands, because they looked like uh, the situation from. Uh, I thought they looked short. more like one of the bruisers from Double Dragon, like one of the bad guys. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> they're they're, oh, they're like they're from Double perfection. Dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. Especially talking. since two of them are twins and looked identical. <laughs> <laughs> like the characters. By the way, Double Dragon on Amazon Prime, the movie. If you haven't watched Ooh. it, I've watched it three times on Amazon God. Prime. I haven't watched Falcon and Winter Soldier yet, but I've watched Double Dragon. Three, I haven't watched it recently, but uh, Double Dragon is um, it is a huge guilty pleasure of mine. The movie Double Dragon. Don't ask me why. I don't have an answer for you. It's got the same production values as Super Mario Brothers and Street Fighter when they decided that that uh, video game movies need to have this weird, like low budget, post apocalyptic. Like they all look the same, the same yeah. like Avengers lighting. It's really weird. Um, but there's something about about it. It's on Amazon Prime Canada at least, and I've watched it three times. And every time I do, Aaron goes, "What are you doing?" And I say, "It's either this or Wolf Cop." That's it's right. True. Uh, anyway, but today's no, a great day. The biggest part of the Star yeah. Wars calendar. <laughs> we just May the fourth, Star Wars Day. Welcome to the Rebel Scum Podcast. Uh, another Star Wars day in paradise. No pandemic. Um, James, yo, how are you going to spend your May the Fourth? I am going to sit on my couch, curled up in a ball with my Praetorian Guard friend, and we're going to watch Double uh, Dragon. We're going to watch double, probably Double Dragon, or I'm thinking <laughs> maybe Deep Impact. You could look. Deep Impact is almost a Star Wars movie, <laughs> if you want. Almost. No, you know what? Uh, um, Bad Batch, obviously, seventy minute of yeah. uh, seventy minutes of Bad Batch comes out today. I probably won't watch it. I don't like animated stuff. 
<laughs> I'm joking. Um, I, you know what? Probably I'll probably watch Bad Batch, and maybe if uh, I get around to it, I'll put on an Ewok adventure. I don't feel like watching Ooh. anything like maybe Mandalorian, but I don't feel like watching any of the films right now, but maybe an Ewok adventure or the Mandalorian. How are you going to spend May the 4th? Working. <laughs> no, hopefully I... I would assume Bad Batch will be up early like it always, the new stuff always is. So I'll watch it before I go to work. Um, honestly, it's weird when it's like in the middle of the week, which I think it usually is. <laughs> like, I know like we've done stuff in the past. Well, I don't know. I don't think we've ever really gone out crazy. Like we do these episodes. That's about it. Um, I don't know. I like that idea. Like, I haven't looked at the retro stuff, so it's like maybe work the Tartakovsky yeah. Clone Wars. That'd be cool. That's my favorite. I, but there's a this morning we we we're pre-taping this, but this morning Filoni spoke on Good Morning America. Ooh, he showed uh, he showed the first clip from the Ahsoka show. What? I well, I what? don't. Well, what? I'm, I'm making this up. We sh- we're we're recording this early, so just in case that happens. Oh, I, can, I see. Can, it definitely Dude. didn't happen because they haven't even started shooting. So you can't show something you haven't shot yet. But you know what would be cool? You know, okay, so here's the thing. We're recording this early, so we don't know. But we got to get something cool on, on this day. It's a, it like, I think we deserve, we don't deserve it. Star Wars fans actually flat out do not deserve anything. However, <laughs> you and I were talking at length before this about the, uh, the, the, the return to the theater that Marvel yeah. Studios released um, the other day. Do you think it would be a wise idea for Lucasfilm to have something similar, or is because? Oh, absolutely. But here's the thing, though: is is Marvel is like they have like seven hundred movies a year, right? Like every month, there's four of them. (laughs) But Star Wars is like every it was every year um, for a few years. Mm -hmm. So is it the same? Like I don't know if if it is the same. You raise a good point. It. Star Wars does the event way better than Marvel does. Like I would, I would say, I'm sure someone could counter me on this, but like the real first successful Marvel event was like Infinity War and Endgame. Endgame specifically, like, and you see it in that trailer where like midway it's just the reaction of people in the Avengers Assemble scene or the on the left. I'm on your on your left. On your right? On your left? On your left. Scene? On your left. Like, people reacting. And it's just like, yeah, like, that's so true. Like, it it would happen way more in Star Wars, in my experience. Uh, But there's nothing better than being in one of those those massive following. Like, I saw it in Lord of the Rings happen. uh, Harry Potter, I think, once. Like, at least in the theaters I was in. But it's there's something there's like you cannot you cannot fake it when people are excited <laughs> when people are yeah. viscerally affected by what's on the screen and it's like that's a good like it's like oh man I would give anything to feel that again and it's like I think then that's great for the theaters because like people as much as like people are nervous about being in crowds like you can't you can't buy that feeling right it's like i remember seeing get out with a with a small theater but with a group of people that were like oh no don't go in there and it's just like you don't even experience that that much anymore like it's just like wow like 
I thought that was just a joke they had on TV or in movies. It's like where people are shouting at the screen. I'm like, I mean, it's the reason why like Rocky Horror Picture Show has such a cult following and the, the room, like people are like, they love something about that thing so much that they, it becomes a cult following. Right. And this is like Mar Marvel's not a cult following. It's like mainstream, but like, yeah, like, it's I don't even know where we're going, but anyways, I guess Star Wars you get that a lot. Like, how many Star Wars movies have you been in the theater and that Lucasfilm card comes up, or the a long time ago in a Galaxy Fire one? You're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I like the sequel. Force Awakens of the sequels was the biggest for the Lucasfilm logo, mm. right? Like, but the prequels, all three of the prequels. Was like you would go in the, and no and the special the special editions I think was the first time I was in a theater. Um, well maybe it was probably the special editions in the nineties. So you'd go in the theater. And I don't know if you did you watch them in the theater in the nineties. What like Phantom Menace? No the, the or the the, the re release. Yeah. I saw the first one. I don't know why I never saw the other ones. I remember I never saw Return of the Jedi. I couldn't go see that one, but I remember the first two you would go in and you sit down and I'm like, well, I love Star Wars. I've seen it a thousand times. And then 20th century Fox would play, which I really, I really feel like the sequel trilogy was missing the 20, like that kind of like preps you, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, bah, 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 bah. like, you know what I mean? Like, and then you yeah. go in and that's not a knock. It's just like Disney owns them. They do what they want. Um, well, they, I mean, you don't put another company's, <laughs> theme in front of your movie is what i should say it would, it would have been stupid for them to do it but at the same time it was always it's it's ingrained in you you know what i mean like yeah. for years that wasn't a fox music that was star wars music and so the see the, the the special editions you go in and then that would happen and everyone's just kind of like quiet for a long time ago and i'll never forget a new hope um which I think I just learned it was called A New Hope like that week. And so it was there. <laughs> because my VHS copy did not have that on it. I think it was it started, it was taped off TV. So it was like, I think it missed. Either it wasn't on the crawl or the crawl was, I think it was the crawl was just missed. Like the part, or I couldn't read, whatever. But anyway, so, and then um, the, the Star Wars came out and the theater just, it blew up. And I was like, but we've all seen this for 20 years. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I've like, I've, I saw it, but it was still like, you're like, uh, it was like a moment. And the feel it was like being at like a baseball game when like your team yeah. is doing, it was like a the weird experience series. and it happened again for empire. And, and then when Phantom Menace came out, it was like twice the, the, like it was twice as loud and, and people might've been disappointed by the movie, but when it started, it was just like, and everyone in the theater, like erupted. I opened my, my Pepsi, because <laughs> you gotta open it when it's loud, right? Because mm -hmm. you can't bring that. Pss, I opened that, and it, it was that was a great uh, experience. But other movies, though, I can't, I can't think of other movies that have really had that kind of moment with the whole theater that I've experienced. Uh, now I've been the one in like a comedy who's been the only one laughing, and it should have been a moment, <laughs> but it wasn't. I'm looking at you, Hot Rod. And Charlie's Angels too. I think I laughed way too loud. <laughs> like Bernie Mac's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Star Wars has a special thing because even when we saw, oh, I didn't see Endgame with you, but when I saw Endgame, 
Oh, I saw it a week late. I guess I saw it a week into it. But, like, no one reacted. Like, that theater reaction was not the reaction of the theater I was in. I was yeah. with a bunch of people in suits, like, taking out. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. yeah, he is worthy. Yes, okay. Great, great, great. <laughs> um, It was exciting. Don't get me wrong. Actually, my favorite theater moment, though, Brock, was Ninja Turtles, the first Michael Bay produced one. My nephew was four years old at the time. We sat down. Trailers finished. It's a movie's about to start. Theater's packed and completely quiet. And all you hear is this four-year-old, I'm so excited for this movie! <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> and that, that yeah, was a... Yeah, but, yeah. The, the, but that moment is is really what movies are all about. It's like, it, if I don't like that Ninja Turtle movie, it doesn't matter. The four-year-old who it's made for is what it matters. And Star Wars is kind of the same. Whereas you and I, are, we're going to like Star Wars. But, you know, so you have to... That's something that, that that moment though has always been very important to me when I think of movies. Now it's like, okay, I didn't like it, but oh, like I like you know like I, um, you know there's some Marvel movies I'm like, eh. but then you see like Fantasia, he's like that was the greatest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, well, enjoy it, like you know what I mean. Like it's for you more than me, obviously. So I think yeah, some, but he also likes Avatar. So I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying he can enjoy it, and I don't I'm like I don't need to rain on his parade. Like how the hell did you what? like? You know what I mean? I think Twitter is is all about raining on other people's parades, uh, unnecessary. Yeah, oh, okay. absolutely. I miss the, but, uh, I miss the yeah. theater. I miss going to movies like so bad. Like, ugh. I don't know. I really enjoy paying $25 to watch it on my crappy TV with my crappy sound and no, and better popcorn, frankly, but what I went there. I love movie theater popcorn though. I can't lie. It's like the right, it's like almost, it's so salty that you need like 30 drinks. <laughs> like I see what you did. What? You've cracked it, cracked the code open. <laughs> <laughs> here's your, here's your, uh, Here's your two liters of soda that is like the same price as a full case of 12 pops. Yeah. <laughs> I was fully Canadian in there. Pops. Um, do we call them pops? Oh, we do. Because they pop. Yeah, I call them paps. We, we say pop. pop and south of us say soda. Or soda and in pop. the outsiders, it's soda pop. Bazinga. Oh, which is, who's, is, isn't it Emilio Estevez soda pop? Or is that Tom Cruise? Is that? I can't remember. That's a great book, though. The Outsiders, S.C. Hinton. Because I gotta say, I know you don't, you're not, a, you never really watched the Mighty Ducks, but Emilio Estevez is back again in the Mighty Ducks on Disney Plus, and it is primo. Did like, he just show? Up it this... took me a second. Yeah, go ahead. Did he just show up in the most recent episode, or has he been in it since the beginning? He's in every episode. He should be. He's, he's, he's coach. He's not like day. the official coach, but he's like he's in every. He like he's they, a Zamboni. He owned. Yeah. Yeah. He owns the arena. Good for him. So and like the ducks are the villains in this one. I'm like, oh, but they're not really the ducks. The ducks has become like an no. organization. Yeah. Um. No, I haven't seen it. Um. Whatever. Bad news bears is my jam, bro. <laughs> it's exactly. Correct. It's, it's gonna be bad news for the athletic. I love it. I even watched the remake with Billy Bob Thornton. Um. Not so. Not I prefer so. Hardball with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what the best Keanu Reeves movie is The Replacements and anybody wants to fight me on that you're welcome because <laughs> it's actually better than any other movie he's ever made and I think he'd agree uh, Soda Pop is Rob Lowe damn it 
Rob, have you ever read that was then this is now the like spin-off book of of the outsiders really i didn't know i had no idea it there takes was a spin-off. yeah it's so it's called that was then this is now it's all new characters one character is named eminem because he eats so much eminems and this is before the rapper eminem when eminem came out i'm like is he naming himself i actually legitimately thought he was naming himself <laughs> after the character in that but i'm not even making that up i was like but no one's read that book but me my mom forced me to read it my mom made me read it and eminem kids close your ears for a second he does acid in the book like that's like he becomes like a drug addict i was like i was oh, yeah. in grade four when my mom made me read this and i was like <laughs> i was like mom what's acid and for me acid she goes it's a drug don't do it i was like okay <laughs> and i'm never i don't even know what acid looks like i'm such a but but so for me acid has always been a vat a, a vat of uh of dip from roger rabbit like that's what yeah. I'm like. I'm like, why would he drink acid? That's literally <laughs> me as a kid. I'm like, he's drinking a- like it's acid. Like it's gonna burn his face off. So I couldn't comprehend that. But but anyway, at one point they go to like a, a bar or like a pool hall, and Pony Boy shows up, and he's like, hey, it's me, Pony Boy. And um, <laughs> you might remind remember me from such movies as <laughs> yeah. And that so that's like it doesn't really. So it doesn't other than Pony Boy showing up, it doesn't really connect uh, to it. But it's like the same kind of like. Story group of kids and stuff. It's a it's a phenomenal. Novel. I remember my mom made me read that in grade four, and then in grade nine, they're like, "Here's your book for uh, your book study." And it was I was like, I read this five years ago, and I memorized it, so I didn't even read it again. I was just like, because I think I've read, I've honestly read it like not recently, but I've probably read it like seven or eight times. It's a great, it's a great little book. Nice. Green cover. Outsiders was a red cover. Thousand is now is a green cover. Just so you know, I could be wrong. It could be yellow. That's green though. Catching the rye, red cover. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, so. May the fourth be with you all. We're back tomorrow Man, with episode two fifteen. I can't wait till we can watch Bad Batch because it's like, wow, we really don't have a ton to talk about. <laughs> like you already watched it by the time we're recording this. No, I know, but like we're not talking about it right now, so uh, aren't we though? Yeah. I like that Echo died right away. <laughs> like they wasted... I like the part where they all become interior decorators on Cantu Cantu Bike. Cantu Canto Bike. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Batch is gonna be a, a lot of fun, obviously, and um Yeah. Seventy minute premiere is awesome and then Friday we get um probably like a, a twelve minute episode. <laughs> it's gonna it's just it's <laughs> just the, the credits. Other. It's just the credits from the uh, from the <laughs> from the first episode. Um, no, it's gonna be fun. It's it's nice to have Star Wars back in some capacity. Although I don't think this is gonna get the press that uh, Mandalorian would get. I'm I'm curious if it'll be oh, as. I'm curious what uh, what it's gonna be about, how it's gonna play out. Looking forward to it. I'm hoping at some point today we get to see like some Book of Boba Fett stuff. Maybe that's what was on Good Morning America was Book of Boba Fett. Because um, they've shot some of that, like there might be some. Like I, I look, I'm not saying a lot, but you look at Guardians of the Galaxy's first teaser and the Batman teaser. That's like from, you know, a week worth of shooting or two days worth of shooting or something, you know, like that. So, so you, you know, maybe you could piece something together just for me. Uh, Filoni, <laughs> Favreau, DM me. I'll let you could send me a link. You know, so maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know, um, because that that comes out of Christmas, so that's before the next celebration. So, you know, they can't be saving it for that this time. I mean, 
you know, if if uh, if uh, Zack Snyder can shoot a green screen scene in his driveway, driveway. anything is possible. <laughs> that was driveway. the greatest thing. Because I always thought he was kind of joking. He goes, no, nah, I said we're going to shoot in my backyard. You're like, what? And he just puts green screen up in his driveway and shoots Green Lantern. And kudos to him. I love, I'm looking forward to Army of the Dead because his name is on every line of the credits. <laughs> Have you seen the credits? Written, written, story by, written by, directed by, produced by. Uh, cinematography by that's five right there. I'm sure there's more. He's Craft, probably Dave. Craft, he's probably Bautista. Craft services. He by. Did, he made all the all the sandwiches. Every sandwich he's like, well, here you go. I made this. I cut the crust off. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's all like the colors all off. You're like, what? There's what? it's the colors are muted. Yeah. Why is all it's all gray? It's all gray. <laughs> What's what is this? It's like it's justice is justice is gray. Sandwich is gray. Uh, by the way, not Star Wars related, but Hawkman has started God. in Black Adam. Booyah! Hawkman is the greatest. If anyone disagrees with me, you're wrong. Just saying. This podcast has gone off the rails. Uh... It's May the 4th. you got to talk about Hawkman. I'm going to make sure I wear my best Star Wars clothes today. Star, yeah, you're wearing X-Men. I know. Is that the cat meme? Is Beast under them? Is Beast the cat? No, No, it's Wolverine. Wolverine. That makes more sense. Yeah. But Beast looks more like a cat. I'm sure I've worn this on the show, but this is a Public excellent site. Check it out. Buy our stuff, please. Thanks. Okay, bye. (laughs) Yeah, we're on there. Uh, no discounts for May the 4th? Nah. So, may you come forth with your money and spend the full. <laughs> Star Wars, May the 4th. I'm trying to find our odds, Brock, but I can't. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Never tell me the odds. Brought to us by the wonderful people of Patreon. If you would like to support the wonderful ramblings of these two fellows, myself and James Razile right here, um, go on down to patreon.com slash Podcast and check out what we have for people that give us a little bit of money, a little bit of a lot, a lot of little, little bit. I don't know. Check it out. But if you uh, support us, you can be one of these wonderful people. Heidi Fetter, executive producer, Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Randy Kenobi, Mary Kristen Natan, Jeff Wilson, Phil Stanifor, Sooner Thrawn, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D, Raven Spencer, Cosmic Girl, Zero Two, Gleek Play One, Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Aaron Quinton, Denon Nurse, and the Girls with Sabres. Whoa. Do you, what do you think the W in Matt W is? I don't know if he wants me to say. Winner. Because <laughs> you'll be a winner if you support us on Patreon.com. Boom. What are the odds today, James? Um, I'm looking for them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never tell me the odds. The first time a new character from the Obi-Wan show will receive a spin-off. Will a character introduced on Obi-Wan Kenobi get their own show on Disney Plus? 
No. I like the idea. I wouldn't be against it, but like it's a six episode series about Obi-Wan and it's like as much as you probably don't need a story about Obi-Wan, you would think that the main focus would be him and then like a spin-off character or a new character with a spin-off show, like you they would have to be real like they would have to be at Grogu level, like fan love, right? To get that. I could be wrong, but I'm not really optimistic about this. I'm gonna go ten percent. Sorry. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you on this. I feel like it's how many episodes? Four, five, six episodes. Is someone gonna impact yeah. us that like Ahsoka, see, Ahsoka makes sense on The Mandalorian because Ahsoka is already established. Established. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, I don't know, are any of these characters... Do any of these characters serve a greater purpose than to serve Obi-Wan Kenobi's story? And I'm not yeah. sure they... I'm not sure they do. Um, so I'm going to go 11%. Just, just in case it does happen, I can say that I was a little bit more optimistic than you. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it's always been for five years. Up to spite mix. <laughs> uh, our next on the odds that we will see at least three lightsaber battles in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Will we see at 100%. least hundred percent? One, zero, zero. And from the angle I'm doing this at, it looked like it was just zero, yeah, zero, one. That's true. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Is it snowing outside? Why is it so pixelated? It snowed the other day. Can you see outside? No. <laughs> no, I'm in a cave. There's no windows where I am at all. Much like you. <laughs> um, I'm going to go 63%. That's low. I'm gonna, whatever, I'm going to stick with it because these don't mean anything and we don't go back to look at them. So I'm going to go 63%. Uh, it could happen, but also maybe they save it for one giant one at the end. It probably starts with a lightsaber battle. Um, in our final odd, will we see... Wait, I just said that. In our final odd, will Cassian Andor or anyone on that show travel to the planet Geonosis? Will anyone on Andor travel to the planet Geonosis? My like first reaction is no. But when I think about it, it's like... It would make sense because, you know, mm-hmm. why not uh, enrich the story? I think I, I, my first reaction is no, because, like, we already did this in, uh, in uh, oh, gosh, what's the Rogue One prequels book? Catalyst. Like, I feel like we know everything in Catalyst, but, like, that's a book. No one's seen that. Like, so they could do a lot of stuff. That would be very, very interesting. But, uh I guess I think in my head I don't want Andor to be all about the Death Star. <laughs> like I want it to be more of like the the creation of the rebellion, like a lot a more focus, you know. So I'm going to say thirty three percent. I don't. I actually I don't think the Death Star is even going to be a thing in Andor because it can't really be because it's kind of a surprise. But when we meet him in Rogue One, he's kind of finding information on it. So this series could end with him trying to get information on something that he discovered on Geonosis. 
yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna go full Brock uh, because I don't say where, and I, I don't. Th- I actually I don't think they're gonna go because I don't think they're gonna because I don't think um, the storytellers are gonna want to go to Geonosis because we've seen it in live action, we've seen it in, in Rebels. And I, I don't think. Yeah, that's right. I feel like it's not something that they want to. We've never visited a prequel planet since. Well, I guess Mustafar twice, kind of, but we've never really gone back to a prequel planet like in any large capacity. I mean, like Rogue One and Mustafar, and then you know, Rise of Skywalker. I guess technically, kind Mustafar. of Coruscant, but no, not really. When do we go to Coruscant? Like Coruscant gets mentioned. No, not really. Like, I mean, in the re-edits of the original trilogy, you see Coruscant at the end. No, but I mean, like, in the... No, I mean in the new movies, the last uh, five movies that we've gotten in Mandalorian, we've never gone to a prequel planet. Yeah, no, I agree. I know what you mean. It's just like... Except for Mustafar, which is kind of a cheat still. Yeah, because it's... You're not really... You don't spend that much time there. I like Rogue One... Fair, but Rise of Skywalker is not mentioned that they're on Mustafar, and it doesn't even look like it because it's like, I mean, the planet for planet outside does, the planet like from a dis like out in space. Yeah. Yes, it looks like it, but once they're down there, you like you wouldn't know. You'd be like, oh, it's a different red planet. It's Mars. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go uh, full Brock though. <laughs> Whatever. I would like them to go there, but not have to do anything with the Death Star. Like, oh, yeah. this is like. This was a, a big site of like the beginning of the Clone Wars. Is like, I think there could be an interesting story there somehow. I don't know. But it could also be they stumble upon something to, with the Death Star while they're there, but they don't know yeah. what it is, and we don't. We're not even really told what it is, but it leads them to what they discover, and it doesn't have to be yeah. Andor either. It could be, you know, whatever. Anyway, look, this possibilities are endless. Like they go to there to go to the droid factory to somehow reprogram K2SO. <laughs> I know he's not supposed to see in the movie, but or in the series, but like, oh, I think he's showing up. I just not right away. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, like it's weird that they like announced him brought him out on stage and then he's like well, I'm actually not in it like it's so such a Matt, <laughs> it's such a Matt Smith move from the Rise of Skywalker oh yeah <laughs> remember that we were trying yeah. to figure out who he was I wonder like he was announced as a member of the cast at one point mm-hmm. what happened he's in one of the stormtroopers <laughs> yeah alright top five Top five, top five heroes to appear in Obi-Wan. Oh, love this choice. Really? Because it's like anyone. There's a lot of possibilities and a lot of places where you could get surprised. Mine are all very boring. My number five is Luke Skywalker. I kind (laughs) of don't want to see him, but at the same time, like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost hard to avoid him. If we're getting like Owen Lars and mm-hmm. Beiru Lot and 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 Obi Wan on Tatooine, it's like it's like, well, the kid's gonna be there. So I'm going with Luke Skywalker number five. I don't want him to do anything. But Luke complete Skywalker. sidebar. Somehow I landed on the IMDB page for Obi Wan today and noticed they have 
somehow Maya Erskine has been added to the cast. She wasn't in the original announcement. I, she's not prolific. She, If you've ever heard of Pen15, she is one of the creators of that show, which is a really, really great show. She's like, I think she's an actress that is in a bunch of different things, but I was just like, oh, snap. Like, that's a good choice. Like, I think she's the actor on the rise for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, my number five was also going to be Luke because I was like, yeah, why not? Like, it doesn't make sense to not have him. But you know me, James, number five with the bullet, Hondo Anaka. Is he a hero, though? I guess he could. Dan Allen right now. Guess what? Number five in the next episode is going to be James. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't have Hondo on mine. Dan Dan is handing me. My number four is Leia, Princess Leia. Why? I don't know how. I don't know. But uh, when we get to my number one, maybe that's how. My number four is Luke Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> a nearby neighbor in the... Luke the, Johnson is... John Ways. He might get his spinoff. Moving on up to <laughs> Tatooine. To the Mon Espa yeah. Hotel in the sky. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's your number uh, three. That's awesome. My number three, and this is a controversial pick because she should probably be higher, uh, but it's Biston. Who? The space monkey from Rogue One. Biston. Oh, I thought you said her. That's what threw me. I was like, her? He should probably. Biston, he... the space monkey, arguably should be in every show. Um, rest in peace, Biston. Love you. Rest in power. I did the Wakanda. (laughs) Wakanda forever. My number three is a predictable one, but I put it in there. Bail Organa, because it's like, come on. It makes sense. Kind of a garbage number. And he needs to be a hero. I don't like where you put him. My number two. Mine's a split. My number two is two characters, because they come together in a flashback called R2-D2 and Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) Not Darth Vader, people. Anakin Skywalker. Bozinga. My number two, Admiral Akbar, because why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? My number one, Bail or Ghana. He won't be in it because it makes no sense, but Bail or Ghana should get his own <laughs> show. And the show should be called The Last Days of Alderaan. And the series finale is just, it, everything just goes black like Sopranos, but it's because the planet blew up. Don't like, stop. I think everything's going to be okay. And then a shadow is like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it boy. Cuts. It just cuts like just the cuts. end of the Sopranos. Is that what you just said? That's what I said, the end of Sopranos. <laughs> and it uh. just cuts. Great, great episode. What's your number My one? My number one, we talked about. <laughs> we talked about this last week where it's like yeah why not ahsoka like put her in there that'd be great that'd be so great you have live action ahsoka put her in everything put her in everything absolutely actually that's a oh i failed to not put ahsoka on my list i don't think she's gonna show up though but anyway that'd be cool I, i'm totally down no, for I don't think so. let us know what your top five are in the comments below this is a bit of a short episode but fear not 
We'll be back tomorrow with episode 215 for the day that is known as Revenge of the Fifth. But for today, we're happy, we're positive, we're having the fourth is with us, and we hope the fourth is with you. Brock, did you have fun? I always have fun when we talk about Star Wars, James. We barely talked about Star Wars. Star Wars related things, (laughs) adjacent things. Barely even that. Uh, anyway, I hope you guys have a great time. I hope you have a great May the 4th. I hope some cool news has dropped. I hope you watched Bad Batch. I hope you enjoyed Bad Batch. And I hope you're looking forward to the next episode of that show. Um, I hope you're looking forward to the next episode of this show because that will be tomorrow night for everybody. And until then, I'm James. He's Brock. But mostly, he was always scum. Rebel scum. May the 4th be with you. Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.